Thanks for joining us for this episode of Journey Now, produced by Journey Church in Brentwood, Tennessee. For more information on Journey Church and our gatherings, please visit us at journeytn.com. Hey everybody, Tim Timmons here with another 10,000 Minutes, and I have my friend Bart Millard. Say good to see you. I good to see you, but not yeah, yeah. Okay. Then Bart. I was like, good to hear you, and that didn't make any sense either. Well, because I'm looking at your face right now. Well, this was to the people listening, but yeah. I'm not seeing them or hearing them. Yeah. No, it's good. Good to be heard. Good to be heard. Good to be heard. Mm. I literally just said, Bart, you're coming over, and we're going to talk about this real quick, so God bless America. Not even that. I said, what are you doing? And then you said, hey, you want to do a podcast? Like, when? I was like, how soon can you get here? <laughs> so, Okay, so we are talking about the platitude this week. Let go and let God. The platitudes are my favorite part of I the mean, Bible. I mean, because it's, it's, well, it's a body part. The pleatitudes. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> but it's the things that people say to you. So you've obviously had people say it to you. I've had them say a few things to me, but that was one of them, yes. <laughs> it's let go and let God. Get right or get left. Why do people say that? And what do they mean by that? Honestly, I like when I hear it, it's like a quick out of like, if I've got an issue, well, buddy, just let go and let God. Yeah. It's like Jesus take the wheel. That doesn't really mean much to me. It feels like a little bit of a cop out. Yeah. What do you see is missing in that phrase? When somebody says that to you, hey, buddy, with this stuff, with your son with diabetes, let go and let God. <laughs> You're summing up a lot in five words. Like if you pick that apart... It just feels like a quick sell or something like that. Maybe it sounds dumb, but it's like that's the first thing that comes to mind. It's like if I'm going through something like that with my son with diabetes and all this kind of stuff, and for it, you know, it's it's like all the wrong things you say, like when someone is at a funeral or lose a loved one, you don't know have to say, and it's like it's just it's just a cliche. Well, buddy, you should let go and let God. And I'm like, oh man, come on now. Yeah. Like what I'm going through deserves a right. deeper conversation right. than what fits on a t-shirt. Right. It feels like. I think so, a couple platitudes ago. Yes. Yep. Yep. It's, well, my left platitudes really hurt. Me I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But a couple of those before I said something about like a drive-by shooting of encouragement. <laughs> it's just drive-by. Oh, yep. throw that at you. It is. It is. It's like, it's the equivalent of me growing up in the Southern Baptist church and we would go and witness on Friday nights. Mm. I'd walk up with a, with a power beads or a, one of those tracks and it's like what's a power bead power beads are these beads that are different color and each color represented the plan of salvation like you know yes. black is my sin green whatever don't get me started but <laughs> we also had these little tracks that would be the plan of salvation it's like I'd run by and throw it at them read this you're going to hell and I'd yeah. just take off because I was so yeah, scared yeah, to talk yeah. to them that's what it feels like it's a yeah drive by is a great way but it's like you know it's just like okay yeah I don't whatever is supposed to be encouraging about that yeah I just wonder if people receive it that way or like, you don't have time to discuss this with me. Thanks for the, thanks for the shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Kevin's always talking about how we live and speak and think and act out of the overflow of our heart. So like what I actually believe about God to be true mm -hmm. is how I will live. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure I've said that to somebody in my past. You know what? Have you? I mean, maybe in some ways. Maybe in your own version, but I don't think you've that. ever said, let go and let God. And if you have, we are no longer friends. We're done. We're done. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So here's a question. What's your current understanding of the difference between a passive and an active faith? Mm, a passive and an active faith. Because this line, let go and let God... To me, it seems the laziness of it is actually more of a passive. Yes. Okay. And I don't, this is the first thing that comes to mind when you say that is 
For me, having a passive faith would be almost this sense of, uh, well, it would be that let go, let God is almost like, ultimately, it's really out of my hands. Like, I'm just going to sit here and see how this pans out. And it's almost like you don't have a part of this or like, it's like you're waiting for the next shoe to drop or to be dealt the rest of the deck of cards or whatever. You know, there are some people that are proactive and reactive, I guess, but it would be, it, it would be easy to become like spiritually impotent. Yes. And just kind of sit here and just, I'm just going to buckle up and just see what comes next versus like, you know, even just from the act of prayer and just, I mean, one of my best friends in the whole world who married was an amazing, you know, amazing marriage. And she decided she didn't want to be married anymore and left. And his first thought was, what was the point of praying? Mm. Like, I've been praying for it since I was a kid. And what's the point? And why pray? And, you know, whether people admit it or not, I could see like this kind of this passive faith, if you will, to where it's like, why am I doing anything? If it's already written and it's already, he already sees it and all this kind of stuff, but there's more to it. We're not just pawns in a chess match. We're not just, and not to mention that I don't think Jesus would have prayed in the garden the night before if he didn't believe that he could possibly change God's mind. Mm -hmm. And I think there is the power of petition. And I think, you know, it doesn't mean that anybody got it wrong or whatever, but I think you have to kind of believe that instead of, oh, well, yeah. It is what it is. You yeah. know, like I struggle with being overweight because I was told at some point it's just in our family's genes. And so I accept right. it. Right. It is what it's it like is. It's like Lieutenant Dan. I'm supposed to die yeah. in war or whatever. And, you know, and and that's that's heartbreaking. And it's and it's not only like believing that you can petition to God and and the outcome could change, but also it's like there's a there's a literally a quality of life just engaging in an active faith. Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense or not. It's just the fact that what it does for you to actively pray and whether the outcome is what you thought it should be or even just or just the idea of being aligned with God. You know, it's not really like, hey God, I really need to win the lottery. So if you could hook me up and yeah. it doesn't happen, you're disappointed. But it's just, you know, it's almost like I'm in touch with who he is and and we're we're lined up to where all of a sudden there's not as many surprises and there's not, you know, and there's there's a peace and comfort that just in actively pursuing and being in the presence of, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but what's the danger of being too active and being too passive danger of being too active. If there is, I think the danger would be a level of expectation of if I do X, Y, and Z, these are the results I will get. And that's not what it's about. That's not, you know, because in everything else in our life, it's like, if you want change, get involved. Yeah. If you want to do this, if, you know, whether it's government or whatever, if you want to do something about it, get involved. Well, that's, don't think it's necessarily the same. I don't think it translates the same as far as an active faith, you know, to where it's not meant to bring a disappointment of, well, this is what I thought I was getting, God. Yeah. I mean, so much for being active. But then passive at the same time is like, that's why I feel like, especially for me, being overly passive in your faith, I, I can't imagine the amount of blessings and the amount of just the quality of your life that you miss out on. of just In, in being passive? In yeah, being overly just, passive. Uh, yes, of just like you know, like me being active in my faith is just is is being in tune with what it means to be spirit led versus well, it just it is what it is. So Matthew eleven, when Jesus says, "Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest." I mean, just think about the passive and the activeness mm-hmm. in this. Come to me, all of you who are weary and I'll and burdened, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. As you think about that, come to me all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Like when I think about this in the context of 
active and passive faith, this is like a perfect combination of the two. I mean, some of the practice of this, some of the activeness in this is, because I think there's a beauty to the line of let go and let God. I think, yes, I think it originated as a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. It became a bumper sticker. Anytime you're saying that, I can't imagine any situation where someone's going to go, you just solved it for me. Yeah. Like, wow, I didn't think of those words. Yeah. Where it feels more like a, hey, man, I ain't got time for this or whatever. But I get it. I think the the problem I have with it is that I love the let go part. Mm -hmm. I mean, gosh, that's, you know, you and I have experienced that so many times in life. Like daily, that's just a constant Mm -hmm. invitation for us. Hey, you don't have to hold all that, Tim. Bart, you don't have to hold any of that. Yet there's the let God, but what's my role in that? Right. I guess for me, I'm looking at it going, it's almost let go and walk with God. Yeah, let go, enjoy God. Let go in yeah, anything yeah. other than, because it does come across of like, a, you know, until you let go, you are not letting God. It's like, man, I don't think that's ever been the case to me. Right. I may not be enjoying him or lined up with him, but, you know, God's going to be God regardless. I mean, and I guess I've always looked at it like, you know, you can almost say let go and trust God. It's like a trust thing. I'm sure that's what it was originally intended for. And Yeah. In the years that I would just say trust God, I wasn't necessarily wanting to walk with him or join him in the process. Sure. Like, I yeah. mean, think about parenting today. Like, parenting's hard. I don't know if you've noticed that or... Uh, I haven't, not yet. Yeah, you're doing I've got great. five kids. Yeah, they're fine, they're fine now. Great. But parenting's really hard. And I think in it, I can go, you know what? I'm just going to let go and let God deal with my kids. And then and then leave. And, and then, then leave. go get coffee. Yeah. And hopefully he spanked them. Or, yeah, like, so right now our wives are upstairs. Yeah, you know, you, it, it's, it, well, it's on her. She's not letting God. Yeah. So don't put that on you. But, but, there, <laughs> but there's a part there for me. Like, it's not just let God deal with my kids. It's that how do I join him in parenting my kids with these certain things that they're dealing with? I mean, it's, you talked about it earlier. It's aligning your heart with him. Yeah, sure. Because when you first said that, it falls in place of a, I don't have time to deal with my kids. So I'm like, oh my God. And it's just like, that's not something I tell my kids. I should be telling myself that, you know? And yeah. I guess if you understand where it's coming from, then it, it it could be helpful, but it's just kind of become something else. You know, it's it's saying the blessing before a meal. It's like, is it really praying? You know, I, I struggle with trust issues like crazy. And so, you know, let go, let God, that's the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, if you pick it apart, it's like, you know, okay, I need to let go of whatever I'm holding on to and actually trust that he is who he says he is and that he cares enough about what I'm going through and... And, you know, and is present in that and stuff. And it's, I mean, it's a whole list of. But then what's your role in that? Like, I think that's where it breaks down as it goes. Yes, I'm going to trust that he's at yeah. work in this thing. What's and aligning and realigning look like? For me personally, and this is where the passive word got tricky, would be to find rest in it. And so, you know, this awesome. whole time we're talking about passive being a negative thing. That's why I'm wondering, I guess it's the right word, but, you know, but that's. That's it's resting in that he's enough. And so, you know, me being active in my faith is letting go or or resigning with what, you know, who he is or like, God, like, I can't make this better. I'm not going to make the situation better. Some of the best advice I was ever given when I went before we had Sam, our first son, about being a parent is they said, man, you're going to stress out about getting it right and wrong and all that kind of junk. And I said, but if you if you're constantly worrying if you're a good parent or not, you're probably a pretty decent parent. Yeah. And that was like the best advice they're given. And in a way, I kind of look at it the same way of like, man, if if you're aware of these things that like we're talking about, 
in a way that feels like an act of faith to me. Yeah. But in a sense of finding rest and all this kind of stuff, it all kind of fits under this, man, there is, that's an act of faith if you're even having these conversations, if you're, yeah. you know, even if you're wrestling with it. In the times that don't go as well or you do it wrong, mm-hmm. it's still a for, an act of faith mm-hmm. because there's still an awareness of it. When you do things wrong, you know they're wrong because you have a sense of what's right. Yeah. And so it's the same idea of like, you're aware of a faith, of a God and whatever. And to where I've met people that it's not even on the radar. It's like, well, you know. Everything kind of falls under active faith in a sense, just, you know, and I think overactive is a great way of talking about sometimes we get in our own way and then there's a negative connotation, passive of just like, you know, whatever, God, it's almost like you kind of give up, but not in the healthy way. Right. But then there's one finding rest in that, yep, you are God, I'm not. There's an overpassive and a passive, Mm -hmm. and then there's an over... Overactive. Overactive and active. Yeah, it's it's like a controlling active, and then just a beat down, tired. I give up. Passive, like it's not hopeful. Yeah, it's just like uh, whatever. Yeah, like this is the hand I've been dealt. Yeah. Figures. The other cop out is when they say, "Well, it's just who I am." Like, oh man, that was never meant to be. Like, yeah. you're not. Supposed, it doesn't matter who. It's not about who you were supposed to be. It's yeah. like who God is in you. And but that seems like a kind of a write off. Answer to who I am. I mean, yes, yeah. any grim number. Yeah. we just go. Well, that's just who I am. Totally. Yeah. I'm just going to end with this scripture one more time. Jesus is inviting the people of that day, and we get to read into his heart. He says, Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. So today, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, Tim. If you've enjoyed this episode of the Journey Now podcast, please consider rating and reviewing us and subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for joining us today.